Welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we always encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee, and in this week's podcast, Dr. Sheely talks to us about RDI and nonverbal children. And she says, RDI is for everyone. Let's listen in. And I agree that RDI is for everybody. In fact, I would take it further and say that RDI is for people who are not on the spectrum. And having uh, grandchildren now, I find myself doing RDI with them. And it's because the principles of development are so thoroughly grounded in everything we do that we don't do anything weird. We don't do anything that doesn't make sense. And so not only in my practice, but in my personal life, I find myself doing RDI. I I know you've worked with um, little children, uh, uh, younger children, teens, adults. uh, And, uh, I wanted to kind of focus in on your work with children who came to you nonverbal and sometimes this misconception that, that RDI is not for them. So what is your experience? My experience is that we don't know a child's potential. We don't know a family's potential and still, until we start working on it. And so I know some parents who have children who are not communicating. And by that, I mean not only verbally communicating, but also non-verbally communicating. They have this sense of, I don't think it's going to work. And so I have stories that I like to tell them. I like to tell them about some of the children who came and had no language uh, actually did get language, and for those who didn't, they also reached their potential. And for me, that's what that's what remediation is, saying we don't know where you're going, but whatever you're capable of, we can help you get there. And so it's not where you start, but what we do and how we help you uh, achieve the degree of independence that you're capable of achieving. Have you seen strengths that children uh, who are nonverbal and their families actually bring uh, when they start having RDI? Because I actually have found sometimes uh, those children uh, as compensation for themselves actually do have some of uh, those development and foundations that other children don't uh, when they are verbal. It's very interesting, actually. It is interesting, and I'm thinking about uh, some of the children that we began to work with. And, of course, we always start with communication and worry about the language later. And what I've found is that the children who don't have language to begin with, when we begin to work with them on um, uh, facial expression and tone of voice and uh, where their bodies are, they begin to get really good at interacting with other children the same age. And that always surprises me because we think, you know, well, we have to 
really get them to a certain point before they'll even notice other children. But that's not true. And I've seen children who had almost no language go into kindergarten with no support. And by that, I mean, there's no aid in the classroom. There was nobody telling them what to do. And yet they were able to pay attention to the teacher they were able to do what everybody else was doing because they were looking at or looking around at them to see what they were doing. And they were able to actually begin to form friendships, relationships in kindergarten. So they would go outside and, you know, mostly boys, of course, on the spectrum. And if the boys were running around, they would start running around with them. And if they were in the classroom and, they saw a boy doing some artwork, they might say, well, one boy, I remember him saying this, he'd say, cool, man. (laughs) He didn't have a lot of words, but the words he had were relationship building words. And sometimes if children have a lot of language, and by the way, I wish everybody was talking. I don't want to take anything away from that. But for children who have a lot of language, they use the language to control. And they don't use it conversationally. So these little guys and some girls that we see who come to us with no language start with communication and it begins to build just as it does in typical development. When you meet with parents of children who seem to be nonverbal or very low verbal, I know there's a lot of terms that we use, but Uh, do you find those parents to wonder if this is a last chance or, or something else wasn't working or all of the above? All of the above. And for parents who have been told that they need to, uh, they need to immerse themselves, excuse me, in programs that teach language, they fully immerse themselves in these programs, sometimes for 40 hours a week, little children are sitting at desks. And then when they get to the point where the child can say, give me a cookie, please, but the child can't sustain a conversation, they realize they've missed something. And so somehow they find, somehow they find their way to our, to our door. I mean, some of them do and some of them don't, but I never feel that it's too late. I never feel that passivity, which is often a result of very intense language building programs, passivity and kind of status maintaining behaviors that we see in the beginning. I never feel that we're stuck with those. And I just feel like we need to be patient with ourselves and we need to be patient with the children. And we need to kind of go back and look at typical development, say, where's everybody stuck? And what do we do from this point on? A lot of times when I talk to families with children who've really struggled with speaking, as we'll say, they feel they they feel a bit hopeless. Um, I hate to say it that way, but what they tell me is part of it is they've been told that they can only expect so much now, almost as if at a certain point, professionals and we we always say you know we know well-meaning but it felt like they had to tell them look you need to lower your expectations so what I love about RDI is that we want to reach every child's fullest potential and we have high expectations we do 
And we have high expectations because we know from experience that things can get turned around. They can evolve. They can develop. And so I have so many, I just have so many examples that I can give parents where I say, look at this boy right now. And, you know, he's lying on the floor. He has no language, got a car going back and forth in front of his say his face. He's not responding to his name. And I'll say, this boy is a college graduate. This boy has a business he started where he talks to people, finds out who they are, and then designs for money logos for their business. He's got this going, and there are other things he wanted to do. And I can talk to them about the boy who doesn't have very much language, and the language that he does have is um, is comes out in, in a difficult way. It's difficult to understand. But he's had a job at Starbucks for 12 years, mm-hmm. and he takes care of his own money. He's got his own place. You know, and I think about other families where the parents have just been so consistent in their work with RDI. They send me between two and eight videos every week of things they're doing with their son. And they never give up. They keep doing things with them. And recently they gave me some videos. Called, I call, We call them the jumping videos where the dad is jumping with the son and he's using nonverbal communication to tell the son when they're going to jump. And there's a funny conversation that takes place because the father's jumping on the bunk bed with the boy up and down. And then the boy tries to get him to jump. And the father goes, and the boy goes, (laughs) and the father goes, (laughs) and the boy's going like this. And when I watch that, I laugh so hard. But they've allowed me to share that video. And in a recent training I was doing, there was a mother who said, you know, I just took that video. I looked at it and I thought, I'm going to try that with my child. And she said almost immediately, her child began to respond to her. So we never know where the child's going to end up. But I really warn people, don't judge the child's potential. Don't predict it based on whether the child has language or doesn't have language. Thanks for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, a podcast show where we help you understand the mind of your child. And we always encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.